That's our SMME exchange, and uh, we bring this to you every Tuesday, taking a look at uh, uh, key conversations within the small business ecosystem and uh, uh, really trying to hone in on issues that are relevant uh, to that uh, segment uh, in the world of business. Now, today we're going to take a look at something interesting, and uh, I, I, I think it's really prescient for us to have this conversation now in relation to all of the things that we've seen. Uh, it might be that f- the flooding of that Centurion uh, Hotel there, uh, just over the Hennep's River, or right through to, uh, I guess, uh, the periodic attention we often dedicate to many of the informal settlements uh, on the banks of the Yuxke there uh, in Alexandra and uh, across the length and breadth of our country. I mean, I think of uh, many places in KZN uh, that have uh, been on the receiving end of uh, torrential rains and floods. Uh, and the big question we're asking ourselves is how do we ensure Uh, with all of the climate variation that we have, that how we undertake and conduct business uh, in the SME uh, landscape is not only sensitive uh, to our responsibility from a carbon future perspective, uh, but more importantly, uh, that continues to build uh, the capacity of the nation to be resilient uh, to uh, many of the, uh, I guess, manifestations of climate change and uh, the variability of our climate systems. Now, we're going to be taking a look at uh, uh, Indalo, and uh, Indalo Inclusive is uh, uh, also one of the uh, hosts here in South Africa of uh, the Global Seed uh, Program. And uh, the executive director of Indalo uh, is with me here in studio. They run a lot of ecosystem strengthening activities uh, for small and medium-sized enterprises whose work uh, really adds to our climate resilience and, of course, our ability to respond uh, to climate change. And I'm joined uh, by Rest Kanju now in studio. Rest, how are you doing, man? Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Thank Th- you for having us. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for coming through. Rest, just before we start, uh, if you can just tell us briefly about Indalo and uh, more importantly, I guess, the interface and the work that you do with uh, the SEED program. Yeah, great. I mean, a great inter- uh, inter- introduction you gave there. So we, we are a not-for-profit company. We're based in Pretoria. And as you said, we host the SEED program. And SEED is a, it's a global initiative mm. uh, currently active in about 10 countries. And uh, it was founded in 2002, incidentally, here in South Africa okay. uh, by UN-related organizations such as United Nations Environment Program, mm. UNDP, and as well as a, an entity called IUCN. Um, yeah, so we, we've, we've been operating as Indalo for about two years now as the official hosting partner and the and their official hub for for the seed program in 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 this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just talk to us about some of the activities that you undertake of course uh, to give effect to some of the objectives uh, of the seed program. Yeah, I think so, so, so like you said, I mean we we on an annual on a year to year basis or over a period of time we focus on different themes. Currently we're working on a on a program that's funded by the government of Flanders that mm-hmm. looks at um, issues of climate smart entrepreneurship um which in essence is trying to respond to the challenges of climate change, mm. uh, specifically around issues of climate change adaptation for vulnerable communities to increase resilience, as you've said. Um, so <clears throat> the, the the work that we do ranges from uh, supporting directly enterprises, first of all, identifying and supporting them as well mm. as pro- promoting them. And those enterprises are those that are basically inclined or working quite directly in the green and social space. Okay. Um, we also work uh, with a number of ecosystem players basically to look at identifying different policy you know, interventions and, uh, and options mm. that, that will help the country to really look at how best do we respond sure. to this challenge of climate change. So, yeah. so in a way, really, it's a combination of, uh, on the one hand, r- 
strong ecosystem support to some of the enterprises that you've identified, but also a policy advocacy function really aiming to influence, I guess, the set of policies that contribute to, to that picture of resilience. Indeed. I mean, so if for entrepreneurship to thrive, uh, first of all, you need a robust ecosystem. Mm. And that includes, you know, issues of, for example, business development service provision, uh, equipping business development service providers. Uh, there's quite a lot of uh, people who are involved in business, business development service provision in, in this country. However, we have found that there's... Um, uh, a need and a lack uh, of, of knowledge and expertise around mm-hmm. specifically social entrepreneurship uh, and, and, and even to green, green, green entrepreneurship. So we, we work with uh, e- ecosystem players around that space to build their capacity. But of course, we work with government as, as well um, to look at indeed creating a more conducive environment and framework conditions for social and green entrepreneurship to thrive um, in, in, in the country. Mm. Let's talk about some examples here of uh, entities that you've identified. I mean, uh, which ones have really caught your eye? Well, so um, there's quite a lot. I mean, over the years, uh, we've got close to 50 enterprises that we have uh, uh, supported and given awards to. Mm. I'm talking here about the enterpri- enterprises that have, for example, proof of concept and they've really grown to become uh, such big you know, players in, in the economy, specifically in the social and green space. Um, but we've worked with a lot of uh, emerging and startup idea type of enterprises. Mm. Uh, in the past two years specifically, we've engaged with over 150 to 200 enterprises within that space. Currently, we have uh, 11 enterprises uh, that applied for our um, South Africa Climate Adaptation Awards uh, program. Uh, three of those made it to become our winners, um, mm. and, and 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 those three, you know, they are quite interesting. Um, uh, w- one looks at acid mine mine drainage and an entity called BN Aqua, mm. um, and you know, we, we, we with this whole water challenge in in, in this country, um, you know, uh, before these rains, in fact, even currently our dam levels no, are low. Still, even with the rains, even with the yeah, rains, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was making a joke this morning that you know uh, the report that comes out is that the, there's no the rain has there has no effect on the dam levels mm. apparently. So so w- with that in, in in our minds, you know, um, issues of of acid mine drainage kind of begins to play a critical role if we if we begin to clean up water in the within the mines mm. um, so we have been aqua that actually does uh, a lot of uh, it have developed technology at the CSIR that is looking at cleaning up that kind of uh, uh, you know uh, contaminated water and mm. throwing it back into the system um, we have an entity called Afrilip that looks at um, uh, hydroponic systems and, uh, uh, and and planting of hops for example mm. Um, and we have an inter- entity, quite interesting one, in, in the Eastern Cape called Mid Naturally, that look at ecological re- rehabilitation of, 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 of rangelands, mm. basically for, for grazing purposes. Okay. And ba- in, the, in the main, plowing back to communities that uh, are farmers, mm. mainly you know, women and youth within the Eastern Cape area, uh, to, to, to engage in uh, ecological-based agricultural practices mm. that enhance the, the, the vegetation for nourishment of their, of their sure, livestock, basically. Sure. And yeah, so those are the type of enterprises that we've got. Uh, the other eight, well, it's quite a range. I mean, people can mm. go into our website and look sure. at who the, who those, those finalists are. Okay, and, and, and Rest, I want us to pause there for a second because when we come back, I want us to just talk briefly about you know the uh, potential for scale and uh, the potential to maybe replicate some of the solutions uh, because in essence what we have here is a system-wide problem um, and no one 
small enterprise or startup enterprise is going to be able to solve it if uh, that solution isn't scaled uh, properly and, of course, replicated in a manner that uh, uh, gives impetus uh, to whatever system-wide or structural solution that we're looking for. It's a SMME exchange on this uh, Tuesday. I'm joined by Rest Kanju. He's the executive director at Indalo Inclusive uh, NPC, and uh, they're the anchors uh, of the uh, SEED program, a global program promoting entrepreneurship uh, for sustainable development. We continue on the other side. 13 minutes it is after 8 p.m. It's our SMME exchange here on Metro FM Talk with me, I am Ongatau. And today uh, we're talking about uh, uh, ecologically sustainable forms of entrepreneurship. And I'm joined by the executive director at Indalo Inclusive South Africa, and that is Rest Kanju. They are the anchor for the seed, uh, the global seed program here in South Africa and uh, one of the uh, programs run there by founding partners UN Environment, IUCN and uh, the uh, UN Development Program. And uh, REST, you know, I guess we were talking before we went to the break about some really impactful initiatives and uh, uh, even offline you were talking about uh, one initiative not so far from where I come from, uh, uh, close to Whittlesea, uh, in a place called Who Can Tell? I mean, it's, it's got the weirdest name, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> Who Can Tell uh, yeah. is the name of the place. Uh, but the big question is, how do you scale that? I mean, even yeah. just within that particular district or even within that particular province and, and then by extension across the entire country? Yeah, Th- thanks. I, I think you're asking brilliant questions, man. Um, you're talking about replication. Uh, so one of the things uh, that we pride ourselves as a, as, as a seed program is, is this ability to partner um, so the Global Host for Seed uh, is an entity called Adelphi. It's a, it's, mm. a, it's, a, it's a research think tank that's based in Germany, and they're one of our most key partners in the, in, in the program. Uh, the, the, my partner there, uh, counterpart, Rainer Exter, who is the director of, of Seed, uh, <coughs> um, I mean of, of, of Adelphi, uh, normally talks about replication as a, as a typical, uh, not one lamppost in the street, but the mm. multiplication of various lights in the village. Um, so instead of having one shining example, what you want to do is to scale, you know, the good ones, you know, uh, the ones that have been seen to be successful. So we, we've developed a program called the Seed Replicator. Uh, that's an exciting program. And what we do with that, uh, we, we, we've put together a compendium of successful business models, uh, you know, drawn from uh, the entrepreneurs that we have gone through. Through, through our pipeline and they've become successful and they're willing to share their models because mm. uh, one of the biggest challenges you know is it, it's a situation where as an entrepreneur or an emerging entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur want to start an, inter- an enterprise but you have no idea where to start you will mm. find a failure so replication offers a platform for safety basically to say you know how how, how do you start uh, copying from others and 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 budding with someone who's been successful in the space uh, we'll be launching that program in south africa um uh, we've piloted it in the past couple of years and we're running it now in with support of the department of of, of environmental affairs and forestry oh. um uh, as well as in, with the support of the government of Flanders. so yeah um we 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 we're big on that and we want to replicate all these ones that we've uh, actually just uh, mentioned now our winners sure and our, yeah so so rest i mean one would think that uh, having run a program for this long that uh, you've probably learned a lot in that process not only just about uh, the applications themselves and what it is that they solve for but more importantly what it takes to ensure that from ideas phase right through to scale uh, some of the things or the building blocks that need to be in place. Uh, h- how do you manage that all of that knowledge and uh, wh- where do you keep it and how do you share it? Christoph, learning, it's, it's, it's a journey. We, we, we learn every day. Mm. Um, 
um, we have a repository of uh, in a lot of case studies that we've developed over over, over the years. Um, we believe that we're a learning institution, we're a learning organization. Um, so one of those exciting platforms that we have for learning, it's, it's something called the SEED Symposium mm. that we have on an annual basis. And, and it's basically a convergence of... Uh, uh, you know, different think tanks within in, in the country, and we you know we bring together government players, uh, business investors, as uh, uh, not for profit and academia, in, in, in into a big room, and and we exchange knowledge uh, and ideas. Uh, we learn from each other. We we share from experiences, mm. and we celebrate. You know, um, uh, some of those achievements. But we also take stock and say, where have we gone wrong? You know. Um, and and, and we, we use the symposium, for example, as a platform through which we we reflect on what is what lies ahead in in that particular year or in the, you know in the next few years or so. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And and just in terms of you know your partner mix, I mean, I'm quite interested because uh, a lot of the work that you do within communities, you do alongside uh, and working with many partner organisations. Tell us a, a little bit more about some of the organisations that you work with and uh, the relationships that you've built over time. So one one of our criteria for selecting entrepreneurs uh, is one key important one. It's uh, an ability for that entre- entrepreneur to to partner with others. We don't believe that an enterprise can thrive or an entrepreneur can succeed on their own. They, we need partnerships. And if we preach that as a seed and as Indalo, we mm. need to practice it. So indeed, we work with a number of partners. Um, uh, government plays a key role, local government. Um, we, we, we're now venturing into a space where we're going to be looking at rural communities and working with traditional leaders mm. uh, in different spaces. I mean, uh, if you read any form of report uh, around issues of climate change, rural communities, specifically in Africa, are the most vulnerable, the most affected. Um, and yeah, you know, traditional leaders hold a stake in terms of managing resources at mm. a local level. Mm. So we've got to begin to to engage them and learn from them and partner with them in, in implementing some of these um, uh, adaptation and resilience uh, you know, strategies that, that we've learned uh, and that our entrepreneurs mm. bring into this table. What are some of the challenges you've had? I mean, uh, when you look back and you reflect, what what would you say, you know, maybe this one thing, we should not have done it in this way if we knew what we know now? Yeah, yeah. Ah, wow. <laughs> so we, we started as a, as a seed program, uh, you know, with our flagship um, uh, program called the Seed Awards. Um, we ran that for a number of years, and in that we looked only at uh, entrepreneurs that uh, have a proof of concept. Mm. Had we known that in South Africa specifically, we're not so much there yet. There's a lot of a developmental approaches that we need to apply. There's a lot of starter or you know idea phase type of enterprise that needs to be supported and in fact a lot of investment needs to happen mm. in, in, in within that space sure uh, if you're gonna have you know uh, great entrepreneurs you've got to do a mass development drive basically uh, we've just started with that that type of stuff and those type of approaches in the pa- past two years had we known that in the beginning we would have started with that maybe mm. now we would have like a huge portfolio of social and green enterpri- enterprises that are, are, are thriving so yeah but yeah that's a great lesson we've learned and we, we've learned from that and we're moving on okay yeah, yeah I'm in conversation with the executive director at uh, Indalo Inclusive Rest Kanju and uh, they are the hosts of uh, the SEED program and uh, working uh, with uh, ecologically sustainable uh, enterprises or enterprises that contribute uh, to that aim and I'd love to hear from you uh, to share with us some of your perspectives Give us a ring on 089-110-3377, You can also send us some of your tweets on at Metro FM SA and use the hashtag Metro FM Talk.
It is indeed. And I'm in conversation with the rest country is the executive director at Indalo Inclusive South Africa. And uh, uh, if you just joined us, we're talking about uh, uh, small and medium-sized enterprises in the context of building climate resilience. And, uh, you know, rest. Uh, I was saying earlier on when we started our conversation that um, if people were reluctant to accept the inevitability of uh, the downside risks of climate change, um, then I don't think after this kind of week or even the last few months we've had that people can still uh, uh, engage in climate denialism and still think, you know, this is something that's still very far off. We've seen with the floods, we've seen it with the tornadoes we saw uh, in uh, KZN and uh, even earlier in the entire region when we saw floods uh, anywhere from Beira right through to Zimbabwe and even here in KZN. Um, When you think about the work that you do and and you think about the enormity of the challenge as I've tried to present it, um, you know, how do you see yourself playing in in that space? Wow. I think, you know, the for us, the, the, the one big opportunity we have is to create this platform for entrepreneurs to thrive. Mm. Uh, you know, we uh, we do believe quite strongly that um, solutions of, of the current problems that we've got in society can come through entrepreneurship. Uh, but also, you know, education, it's, 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 it's critical. Mm. You know, um, we... Coincidentally, we're in the middle currently of COP25 in, in Madrid. Um, <coughs> and w- one of the key issues that are beginning to emerge there is that there's a need for climate education. Uh, let's depoliticize, you know, climate change. I mean, I was listening to the radio this morning and, and the news, you know, last night. And you have a lot of, you know, political, you know, maneuvering and uh, and talk around the, the, the plight that people have, you know. Um, uh, of course, there's an issue of land, that which is a big challenge in South Africa. You know, I come from Pretoria, very close to Estefa Brick, where, you know, um, the, the, the floods have just really affected a lot of mm. uh, communities who built on the banks of the river. And in fact, uh, to, a, to a great extent, um, you know, in, inside a, 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 a river that could actually just, that, that has just affected their, 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 their shakes and their, and, their, and, their, and their belongings. So it, 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 it's a big challenge. And I do believe that uh, if we have... Uh, you know, a huge network of entrepreneurs that really are responding to some of these things, uh, we could solve some of the problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess, you know, when you sit and in the work that you've done, consider the role that uh, government could potentially play. Well, what kind of things do you arrive at? Well, there's there's a few things. I think we're doing well as a country in terms of, uh, of policy, Um, but we, 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 we're not doing too well in terms of, Putting the buck in in, in 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 that policy, you know, mm. uh, in, in those policy instruments. Uh, let's put in money, you know, as as as, as a country. Mm. Um, so, so do you think that we have very lofty policy ambitions, but we probably don't put our money where our mouth is? Yeah, and and I think I do understand where the challenge is. I mean, the economy mm. is not doing too well, so that that's one, right? But um, and and if you also look at our, our donor communities, you know, the donor donor community is kind of shrinking at at, at, at the moment. So there's not much. Uh, that's that's invested in that that space, and in fact, even if you look at the current COP that is current that that's taking place, the need of climate finance it's it's, it's mm. quite critical. It's big, you know. We uh, investment in climate adaptation it's, it's it's something that we need to actually uh, uh, focus on. The corporate sector needs to come on board. Mm. Um, unfortunately, I mean, you 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 we don't have a lot of institutions that. Um, private sector institutions that are really responding to mm. uh, this thing financially, you know. So we, we need to invest a lot of money in, in, in that space. Yeah, and talking about that rest, I mean, you know, the lights just went off. Yeah. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, 
at no better time than now. <laughs> but what are the big, um, you know, funding needs uh, from a climate adaptation perspective that we have here in South Africa? Is ESCOM, uh, yeah. which really needs at some point, I guess, to, uh, uh, you know, uh, make additional investments in the existing uh, fossil fuel driven capability uh, in order to at least ensure that they meet their minimum emission standards and many other issues. Uh, what is your view of the climate and the appetite in the global investor community to maybe finance that path and that journey to adaptation? Wow, it's it's a big need that's there. It's mm. recognized. Uh, <clears throat> um, I mean, let's congratulate what the minister has done in terms of you know the integrated resource plan. Mm. Uh, you know, in opening it up, I mean, the, uh, he was bold to look at Cape Town, you know, Western Cape. Come, coming up with the various options and putting into the grid and the likes. But we need more of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we need to be more aggressive. I was saying the other day that, you see, if we recognize that there's agency around issues of health and poverty and the likes, there's a lot more agency in dealing with climate change issues. Mm. Uh, and we should be able to to put a lot of money around that as a, as a government, as a country. I mean, the, the fact that people are swept off uh, you know their their homes and their belongings. It's it's, it's really a, a social issue that we should be responding to. It it exacerbates the poverty levels in the country. Mm. Uh, it makes people even more vulnerable. Uh, and these are our people. You know, irrespective of which political organization they belong to. And we need to respond to that as a, as a, as a country. So I think a um, lot of investment needs to go into that space. Mm-hmm. And and do you get a sense? I mean, you you touched on the role of the private sector there um, in in that investment or in that challenge or call uh, for much greater investment. But one would think that, you know, in many ways, they're also massive contributors themselves uh, to the emissions that we see. Uh, uh, what, what do you make of how big business in particular, and we're not talking now about smaller business, but how big business has responded and uh, their role in innovating uh, and I guess finding some solutions that are climate uh, resilient? I think in South Africa, we're beginning to see a lot of interest in that space. I mean, we, we are a developing country, and the, the frankness of it is that we... Getting into, I mean, a territory where, you know, a lot of our political leaders would tell you that, you know, the West has really contributed quite high in terms of the impact of climate change yes, and sure. they haven't really done much. You know, mm. we... The West uh, has fried we, our planet. Exactly. I mean, yeah. we, yeah, as, a, as a continent, we, less, we contribute less than 4% of our, of our emissions. Mm. So, I mean, the, the reality is that, yeah, the private sector, uh, it has played a role in contributing to some of these things, but far way below what the West has done. And I do think that... There's a private sector in the West. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So I I do think that there's a huge need. Yes, uh, we we can't just be legs as a country, private Mm. sector. I mean, specifically to say, well, the West is done. Let's just damage it more. We have to be more innovative. And that's why we we, we are here as as, as Seed and as Indalo. Uh, But there needs to be more bigger effort by you know private sector mm. and there's no doubt about that yeah man yeah. the private sector must invest in some of the entities that you've identified they must yeah. also provide their big supply chains as an opportunity for scale and uh, certainly those are the kind of noises I think we, we should be making rest yeah. but uh, you spoke about the website earlier on just as we wrap up uh, um, what's what's the link there and how can people take a look at some of the case studies and the work that you guys do yeah so please visit our website uh, I'm going to share two websites first is the www.seed.uno Mm. Uh, so it's seed.uno and our Indalo website is www.indaloinclusive.org.za. 
Awesome stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Arrest Kanju, the executive director of Indalo Inclusive South Africa. Go check them out. Uh, doing some really fascinating work there in strengthening the ecosystem of uh, climate responsive uh, enterprises and business models here in South Africa. And that was our SMME exchange.